You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Technology and Society with Aki Anastasio. Yes, it's that time of the week again where we speak to Aki. Yubi, good morning to you. Well, I've been playing around this week with Huawei's FreeBuds 3 uh, wireless uh, headphones. Um, and and, and they, they, they're tiny. They kind of fit into your ears and they look very similar to Apple's product. Even the casing does. But these noise-canceling noise uh, earbuds are very interesting because they use some interesting technology to kind of uh, get the cancel the noise that's around you. So, for example, um, they they pick up they pick up from your your facial bone. Okay, uh, how much noise ambient noise is around you, for example, and through that they're able to distinguish what kind of background noise we're talking about. And it's got a very interesting microphone that's aerodynamic aerodynamically designed. Um, to cancel wind, for example, so it's quite unique technology that you won't find on any of the other phones, uh, um, earbuds, and the Microsoft duct helps reduce wind noise as well. So they've used wind tunnels and all that sort of thing. So these are becoming very, very popular um, when you're using these because they're popular. They're not big. They don't stick out your ears. And I'm amazed at the uh, noise cancelling quality of of these earbuds, uh, Eusebius. But they're not cheap. They cost about three grand. But Huawei's got quite an interesting product. The next thing I want to talk to you about, Eusebius, is that how's this for technology? They've taken the 3,000-year-old mummy and they've recreated the noise from the mummy. I mean, I don't know what you're going to sound like in three – well, I don't. we know what you sound like now. But there's no ways we could have got your sound today 3,000 years ago, right? Mm. So this mummy, for example – the story um, has confounded me, by the way, because no, it, it's, it's because the question for me, I thought there's some trick in the way the story is reported on because it doesn't make sense. Is no. this actual sound? Actual sound. It was the priest uh, Nesayum. Uh, I hope I pronounced it correctly. But this this mummy was wrapped in in a in a very interesting way because it preserved uh, a lot of the soft tissue which survived. And what they did was the scientists took this data that they found from this mummy and they they did a non-destructive CAT scan. They used a three D print of the replica of the mummy's vocal tract and they combined this with an artificial larynx technology called the vocal tract organ um, which is often, often used for speech synthesis, right? They then took all of this technology and they blended it with AI to make it sound, bring the sounds of this 3,000 year old mummy to life. Listen to what it sounded like. Okay, it's very basic. It sounds like a goat, but it's not a goat. But that's the basic <laughs> sounds. But what they're saying is they can actually recreate the speech of this mummy in 2020, which is extraordinary. That, that is absolutely take the amazing. old stuff, but you, again, you have to have that the vocal cord preserved Besides properly. the intellectual curiosity around being able to do that, uh, what else is so interesting about that? I don't know. Why? I was just wondering what the motivation oh, was no, to be able just, to try and I understand. Just, I suppose we right. wanted to hear what people sounded like 3,000 years ago, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but it's going to be very difficult to find, uh, you know, uh, bodies preserved so well like these mummies were. And it's mm. extraordinary that the Egyptians did them preserved so well 3,000 years later. Absolutely. This next story blew my mind. Did you know that, Eusebius, that global crime, I mean, child uh, child slavery and, and, you know, abusing people and human beings, modern-day slavery – it's the world's third largest crime. It costs, modern slavery generates more than $150 billion in profits 
each year globally. And what they're saying is with technology, they're able to now, um, you know, they're able to now catch these people who are abusing human beings around the world. Because if you thought slavery was dead, think again, it exists today. Mm. Um, and they're using things like artificial intelligence, for example, in various ways and the blockchain to, to catch these people. And uh, banks, for example, are analyzing transactions to spot child labor, for example, and they've actually caught a few perpetrators um, and they're using this and they, they're helping the enforcement agencies to catch people. Um, I love this one. You know, facial recognition we often criticize, but facial recognition is used very well as a product called Traffic Jam mm. that last year identified 3,000 victims of sex trafficking um, uh, around the world in the United States, Canada, United States specifically, and they've arrested quite a few people as a result of this technology. Um, a company in Hong Kong, for example, called Diginex is using blockchain technology to prevent the exploitation of migrant workers and to help promote ethical employment. Um, and this is an interesting one. The University of Nottingham in the UK has used satellite imagery to map regions where the most vulnerable are forced to do very cheap labor, right? And they've looked at this aerial imaging and they've identified these specific work sites where people are working. And, you know, when you've seen, uh, you know, vegetation being cleared or factories that's being built, then people go down and investigate them and they've actually found uh, that they're there has been wrongdoing that's been happening over there. And even if you look at the Norwegians, for example, the Norwegian Sovereign Wealth Fund uh, divested in 33 palm oil companies after it found that they relied on illegal labor to supply chains. And they used this using satellite technology. So technology has a negative connotation to it with uh, facial identification. and Or you know, when it's sort of positive, thing. it's often but, just but about the, ineff- exactly, the efficiency the gains for the company as opposed to the social yeah. gains. And this is what's interesting because most of the conversation around blockchain te- technology have often been about maximizing all sorts of value um, exactly. for companies. But this is a far more fundamental social justice application, which is really awesome. Spot on. Spot Thanks, Aki. Cheers, Yubi.